0: Hey, everybody, welcome to Self-Evident Podcast. That was crazy. I didn't even know she was doing that. We have a new person producing this whole thing, and I had no idea she clicked the intro because I can't hear it, but it's all good. Everybody give a round of applause to Kristen because she's amazing and she's learning. She also does a lot of our social media, and I apologize for not paying attention. I must have missed the cue. I apologize, Kristen. Not your fault. Totally mine. How's everyone doing? (laughs) We are live. We are going to be talking about a lot of different topics uh, tonight, because there's a lot to talk about, right? Yes, there is. You're going to be going live this Wednesday on your own. We're going to be talking about Mm -hmm. the rights of man and where they come from. That's going to be sweet, because we want to keep teaching this and continuing teaching, because, hey, that is important, okay? And that's why it is so important to be... Uh, a part of what's going on nationally, but locally as well. I think a lot of the local governments kind of started usurping authority for a while now. Don't like that. We ain't down for that. So we're going to flip the script. And so we're going to be talking about tonight, and I kind of want to start off with this. I was at the local county commission board How'd it go? Boy, I'll tell you something. (laughs) Tell me. I'll tell you something. Tell me. I'll tell you something. Speak it. I'm going to tell you something. Here's what I'm going to tell you. And, guys, if you're on, please uh, send some comments. We love to see the comments. We love to see uh, what your guys' response are. But a lot's going on. So we decided to go to the county commissioner meeting because guess what? They are supposed to listen to and represent us, we the people. Guess what they ain't been doing? Listening to we the people. So we get to this meeting. Uh, It was kind of okay, I guess. Uh, And and so what happened was is we we show up, and then they start talking, and they kind of do their little introductions. Mm -hmm. And they had about four different speakers come up and talking about the fear of COVID and how COVID is still bad. And, oh, my gosh, we can't open up too early and all these other things, right, because they're the professionals. And then they had public comments. And for, like, I'm not kidding you, 20 minutes straight, at least 20 minutes straight, they started talking about things like, We need to reopen. Why are you taking away our freedom? Why is our freedom being stripped and eroded? Why isn't it that, you know, uh, we can't go out to the beaches anymore? That's what we elected you for, to lead. So you guys are supposed to lead. Why aren't you leading right now? And all these things were going on uh, little by little by little. But you know what we noticed about that was they didn't one time acknowledge any of those comments. These leaders didn't mm. even really acknowledge them. They were like, okay, yeah. thank you. Next. You got three minutes. And one dude was a Vietnam veteran, and he was talking about him being a medic. And, you know, one of the things they teach you is not to live in fear, right? Yeah. And so he was talking about all this, and he was talking about herd immunity. We're losing herd immunity if we can't continue to yeah. do this and all these other things. And he kind of went over his three minutes, and they were like, sir, and they were just yelling at him, like, knock it. You're like, stop. You can't. can't do that. Three minutes. You're up. And it's, like, really weird because they weren't listening to the people, which is really, really crazy. And so I continued to, to, to sit there for a little while longer. And I thought, well, this doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? This doesn't make any sense. And then they start to do the business of the day. And I thought, they're not even going to talk about.
1: They wouldn't even respond. Right.
0: To they did eventually because I had left. Yeah. But the whole point was they sat and listened to constituents basically say, open our county. Open our county. Open our county. Open our county. Right? Yeah. For 20 minutes straight. There was just email after email. And then people after people that came in that were there. And then they started talking about well, we're going to open according to the governor's mandate, slowly. We're going to do it at this pace because we kind of know better and all these other things. I'm not a part of the commission board. Here's what I know: you don't have the authority to shut things down anyway, right? Yep. Now, for all these all, all of you that are referencing these emergency acts that are in the states, watch the last podcast we did because we talked about that. Yep. There was no and, terrorism called, and there was no national emergency. Or, I'm sorry, natural uh, disaster happening. So. And.
1: And we're going to get into it a little bit more. Um, we are going to talk about Michigan. We're going to talk about Illinois. We're going to talk about this overarching idea of emergency powers. Uh, but I want to stick on the Martin County issue because these are local leaders, and that's something that we've got to remember: is these are your leaders that you can hold accountable. And one of the scary issues is that they're not listening to their citizens. It's almost like a okay, you've said your piece. We're done with you go away we're still going to do it the way we want to do it this is where your chance comes in of the elections right this is why it's so important for us to pay attention to this stuff a lot of times people look at their local elections and they just pass it off and they look at the president. It's all about the president. It's all about their congressmen, maybe their state representatives. But we forget our mayors. We forget our city councils. We forget our county commissions. We forget our school boards. Now is the time for you to really take stock of who is doing what they're supposed to be doing and who's not. Amen. This is the time. And, and the beautiful part of that is you can run. You have every ability to run for mayor, run for city council, run for county commission. There's no requirements. There's nothing to keep you out. There's no standards that are going to hold you back. You've got the chance. And what I like about the fact that Massey's been going to these county commissions is that he's getting the real scoop. A lot of times we just take it for granted. And now you're recognizing as, as we're letting you know of what's going on, you're recognizing that these people aren't listening to you. We have Martin County Commission who, I'm sorry, but we're putting them on blast. No, I'm not sorry. You're on blast. All right? Hear us out. You decide you're going to give up your decision-making skills for the beaches to Palm Beach because you're scared of some Palm Beach residents coming up. 100%. You're scared. You are scared. You're leading by fear. Guess what does not lead well? Fear. Now, you're not listening to your citizenry. Totally. Instead, you're just going, well, we're going to go slow. We're going to listen to the experts, this and that and the other thing. You're not paying attention at all to your citizens, which means you don't respect what your citizens have to say. Your totally. citizens are on the ground. Your citizens are the ones who are saying, look, I understand there's a risk, but my business, my livelihood is failing right now. I'm losing out. I'll take that risk. And I think every citizen has the right to take that risk. Um, so, Massey, I, I want you to get in a little bit more of like your thoughts and your feelings sure. after this commission.
0: I think I think what happens is because I went with my pastors, and, yeah. and I, they wouldn't mind saying, me saying that. You know, We were all there because we were representing the church, and we're saying, hey, there's church rights here, and why isn't it that we're not even being listened to like that? Because rights, again, come from God. This is that premise that we got to keep hammering to people. When they get it in their heads that God is the one who ordains rights, and God ordains the authorities, as it says in Romans 13, not man, and they don't determine what the church does, I think that's when we'll begin to kind of take the land on this one. Yeah. If you can get it in your heart that you serve a, a, the creator of the universe that is above man, this isn't rebellion rebellion, guys. It's rebellion when they start to disobey their own constitution. Then we have a duty as citizens because we are a constitutional republic. They derive their authority from us. We derive our authority from the Constitution. The, the Constitution has a seedbed called the Declaration of Independence. That Declaration of Independence says laws and rights come from God. So guess where the original authority comes from? If we can continue to get this in the minds and the hearts of people, they will start to listen. And it's going to take time, folks. You can't do this overnight. I think sometimes we worry about, hey, what's the silver bullet, an- bullet yeah, answer? Absolutely. You can't do that because there's been so much oppression happening. It's going to take us on our knees doing what we need to do before no. God. We need to. So listen. Let's let's go here for a minute. These mm-hmm. conspiracy theories. A lot of that stuff's been coming up. Okay. Let's just go with it. I've seen them. I've talked about them. When I first got saved and got into politics and government, I watched every single documentary out there that was a, con- a conspiracy theory. Every one. I-, I mean, 9-11 and all these other things in the commission boards and, you know, trying to figure out who really shot JFK, all those things. You know what it developed in me? I started to operate out of fear mm-hmm. because when you watch these documentaries, all they really show you is the problem. But yeah. what's the solution? What's the solution? Right now, I'm telling you, we need the God of Jehoshaphat. I need the God of Moses. I can't stand against Pharaoh by myself, a superpower. Are you nuts? I'm looking at a county commissioner meeting saying none of them are willing to lead from the front. Yeah. You see what I mean? They're willing to wait for other people to start doing what they're doing so we can kind of follow line and follow suit. And if you look at the logic of how they were saying this, they were like, oh, my gosh, our beaches are going to be overpopulated. And I was looking at Kerry one day going. How many people in Florida actually go to their own beaches? I mean, it'll be overpopulated <laughs> for like a week, and then everybody and then will go be back to it. normal. Yeah, they'll go back home. Yeah, they'll go back home. It'll be like we, we, The only time we go to the beach, and we're not the norm, okay? Well, the only time we go to the beach is when people come into town from out of town that we know. Yep. What I'm saying is the commissioners are there to, to, to make sure that the county is operating in accordance to the will of the citizen. They weren't given arbitrary rule over the citizen. And that's where I think people are missing this. That's what I get out of these meetings all the time. Yeah, and there's
1: two things there that you point out that I I want to talk about. So first, the whole conspiracy theory thing. You're right. Like, this is out of fear. Now, I understand there's, it's almost like a soap opera for people. A lot of people enjoy conspiracy theories because they see it as, as something out of the norm. They can feel like they're on the inside. They can feel like they've got information. Most other people don't, right? And I'm not even saying that all conspiracy theories are wrong. They're born out of something, and hey, some of them might be right. But the question is, what does it give you? What what value do you Get from these conspiracy theories Totally so, so let's take an example 9-11 Let's say that the government Was completely in on it The government had yeah. set charges In the World Trade Center They were the ones who took it down right, Again, just let's to say to do the Patriot Let's death. say We're not saying Let's say that I, <laughs> Trust me Before I'm, we go nuts Yeah I'm not supporting that idea yeah. But let's say we're that's gonna, what happened yeah, Right? We're going to get people that's, oh, exactly that's exactly what happened, happened. <laughs> Don't question <laughs> QAnon
0: Anyway <Yeah. laughs> So the the oh, man. what does love it, it what does it benefit you exactly? You don't win on this at all. Again, the right? information's not wrong. I mean, as far as like you getting information, going out and getting knowledge, that's yeah. not bad. We're not saying not to listen to things. That's yeah. okay. Yeah. But what's the course of action? Yeah. What what is it drawing you us do? to? Yeah. What is it? Yeah. What do we and What's it drawing us to? Yeah. If you think about it, imagine if uh, Joshua in the Battle of Jericho, if he'd have thought, well, God told me to march around the city seven times, but I'm like i'm listening to the reports of the spies constantly Hmm. oh my gosh joshua man you know this is what they're doing in this part of the city this is what they're doing in this part of the city blah blah blah. blah. and all you do is start to say well what the heck you know uh, well me walking around this place you know uh six six days and 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 you know marching around it all this other stuff and then on the last day i march around it seven times scream and it's gonna fall what why don't I just take the land dude i'm joshua Dude, I've I've disconfited enemies bigger than this. I can do this, you know? You've given me the authority to do it, Lord. Let's just move. What is it prompting you to do? No, 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 He listened to the voice of God amidst everything that was coming against him. Because he had spies, too. Yeah. Any good leader does. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Because they needed those. But they listened to the voice of God.
1: And the the beautiful part of that is that you don't get swayed by all that stuff. Your mission is clear and your will is clear because what you're doing is you're following God's will. So when all of this stuff comes of, like, let's say uh, secret societies and Illuminati and control over the government, deep state and all of this, that's, in my mind, that's somebody else's battle. Um, And hopefully there's somebody else that's battling it. But when I'm focused on God and I'm following God and I'm true to him, god's going to take care of the stuff outside of my control yeah, exactly and the exactly. beautiful thing is he'll put me in situations that i could have never controlled before 100 percent. but he takes care of because i'm being faithful 100 so you know you use the idea of jericho it could not have fallen without god without they obedience. would not have taken jericho no way these walls were too thick the the inside was too strong right their armies were not strong enough but God brought it down, and God gave them Come the victory. On, right? It's just Come like on. Gideon. It God gives you the victory. So, as Christians, can it be entertaining for these conspiracy theories? Absolutely. Of course, like, man. It's, it's fun to be like, oh, maybe I know something other people don't. But don't get distracted by it. True. If, if your mindset is, I need to know all of this conspiracy information. I need to be Truth. on the inside. You're not focusing
0: on the 100%. walk of God.
1: Hundred um, percent. And. Anybody who wants to argue with us,
0: feel please free to please comment. Yeah, feel free. Yeah, that's feel great. free. So um, let's let's end this part it. of the segment yeah. with Brian's comment. Brian just commented. He said, "This why can't we get the playgrounds to open? Their rationale was that they would need to sanitize it after every use and aren't staffed for that. Who pays for those playgrounds? Is it fair to deny us access to them? <laughs> Come on, buddy. Well,
1: go can, ahead. I, can I? I want to. I want to start this. Home one. run. That so boy. L- let's look at the scientific research first. There has actually been no documented case of a child passing COVID to an adult. So that on its own front says, okay, why are we closing playgrounds? Second, sunlight is a great disinfectant. The best thing for disinfecting immune systems, for health, sunlight, right? Playgrounds tend to be outside. Now, Let's get into the more of the constitutional thing. Our tax dollars are paying for this. This is, you know, what it yep. reminds me of, Massey. It reminds me of when there was the the budget arguments and and the budget freeze and the partial shutdowns when Obama was in charge. Oh wow! And he shut yeah. down the national parks. Yeah, they had to build barricades and put up lines and signs and have people, like. I remember you're paying money to shut people out of something their tax dollars paid for. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's like, you know, and they'll say they'll use the argument of stewardship. Well, you did pay for them and we're trying to steward them and blah, blah, blah. But you know what's so dumb is like literally every single person comes out with this. Now, Cuomo just did it, too. The science is clear. That's what they always it's, say. It's they start off a fear every, tactic every single time they come out. The science is clear. You just quoted a scientific fact and we need to address yes. that about scientists and why wasn't it you that I was talking about that with that scientists you'll have four different sides and ver- no it was Jared we were talking about scientists and like you know they say the scientific community says you know there's a whole lot of other scientific community uh-huh. that are saying the opposite <laughs> exactly no if we're going to be real about that because science can't be fact all the time because the whole nature of science it's, is it changes yeah
1: it's exploration
0: yeah yeah totally so do they have the authority to shut down playgrounds of course not, because they're publicly funded. Now, have you ever been to a gym, Brian, or anyone that's watching? Think about this. When you're asked to wipe down machines, everybody that I've been, and I've been to gym. Yeah, I know, I know. I've been to gyms, especially recently, okay? I know, I know where this is going. Hey, right? when's the last time, son? No, seriously. Every time I see it, they're always wiping down the machines. Like, people follow rules. Yeah. If we say, hey, just wipe down the machine, sanitize as best you can, blah, blah, blah. People will do it, dude. Because people actually can take care of themselves. Novel thought. Yeah. They can take care of themselves. What makes government better than man? Yeah, absolutely. I find it funny that commissioners, governors, you know, legislators, president, senate, all these guys got paid when they're telling us to shut down. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Because somehow they're more essential than we are. Yeah. We're the ones who elected you, man. We're essential, not you. Yeah, Man in and of himself can take care of... Did you know you can take care of yourself? Did you know it's a mandate for a man to take care of his house? And a wife, too? Mm-hmm. Did you know that? That God gave me a family to be a steward of, and I'm supposed to be the priest in my house? That's my job, not a government, right? And that as a community, we can take care of one another. We have two elderly neighbors... We're taking care of them. We're helping them just fine. I didn't see any government official trying to make sure they're okay. We've been doing that. Not to toot our own horn. There's other neighbors doing it. But our neighbors in our community got together to do that because they're elderly, because we're trying to take care of them, right? They know. We talk all the time, make sure they're all right. I don't need a government to tell me that. I don't need a government to tell me to sanitize. As a matter of fact, people actually will stay away from playgrounds if they feel unsafe. Yeah. And think about it. Do you think, how many people drive in a snowstorm knowing it's unsafe? Yeah, it feels unsafe. I'll tell you what, I'll take a shot. You know, like, no, they're going to stay home.
1: And there will there will always be examples of people who don't follow safe practices. And honestly, in my point of view, it's it's their risk. I was talking about this with a buddy, and he had brought up, and I think I mentioned this last week, but people who, who what if they catch it? Like, that's their risk that they're taking. But when you go to the store, when you go to Walmart, do you notice everybody now is they're trying to stay six feet away from each other. And a lot of people are wearing masks and they're careful and they're wiping stuff down. They're doing it themselves. Um, and that's that's kind of been so Sweden is finally being heralded by the WHO as a model for how other countries could follow it. And, you know, the big idea of Sweden is personal responsibility totally dude. they trust their citizenry they said okay these are some things that we Come really on. recommend you guys do we're not going to lock anything down <laughs> we're not going to shut everything down let's just build up herd immunity and guess what they're building up herd immunity yes but they're they're also approaching it from a personal responsibility point of view south dakota did that south dakota did that and they're fine they're fine now n- someplace like new york I'm not, even, I'm, I'm not arguing for lockdowns, but New York was a special situation. So I can understand, okay, maybe we need to do something a little bit different. We need to do something more special. But strip the rights of people? I yeah. Just... My question about this is, why until recently did you do anything about the subway system? Oh, dude. You've got a Petri dish that's been running for, what, two months now through this whole thing?
0: Why didn't you shut it down? Right, but we Why shut down you... churches because churches yes. are um, more unsanitary than a subway.
1: Yes, and we will permanently shut them down.
0: Yeah, not a subway system because that makes money.
1: But but we'll we'll go after Jewish people who are having a funeral. Come on, dude. We'll have the mayor come down personally to try and shut down the Jewish funeral of a rabbi and disperse everybody and go after them. That's more important than shutting down the subway system or doing something alternatively
0: with the subway system. Exactly. The subway
1: system was such a mess that homeless people had moved in and congregated, and they were treating it as their own shelter. You notice how
0: they kept calling these places of faith? Places of faith. Mm-hmm. Place of, what is faith? It's the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. You're telling on yourself that this is important. Yeah. That faith is important. People go because they can't get something here in this, in, this in, the, in the normal world, in the natural world. They need something spiritual. They need something above them. They're crying out to God to get something from him. Lord, I need you. If I have fear, Lord, I need joy. I need peace right now. Lord, I have a sickness. God, I got to get healed right now. You calling it places of faith, you're telling on yourself what they really are. They yeah. are places of faith. Now encourage them to be men of faith and open their doors. Yeah. Don't tell them to close them.
1: Yeah, and with that it it's this control of fear this this idea of fear now you're you're weighing faith against fear and you're saying well we can't we've got to close it down we've got to be careful because we're afraid of other people getting sick i can understand that fear but at the same time why let's move forward with faith let's move forward with courage let's move forward with knowledge and wisdom and power right and and you've heard us week over week over week going why the church is so important. So I'm not going to belabor that point. Um, I will, I'm kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> um, what I do want to get into, um, uh, is the importance of keeping your government accountable accountable and keeping them in close track. So I want to get into Michigan. And if you could throw up the first overlay, we've got, uh, governor Whitmer, uh, there's probably some confusion as what's going on here. because you, Andrew Guringson,
0: you better comment on this. Woo! Michigan, here we go.
1: I, it's been really entertaining in a sick, perverse way, I guess. Because um, <laughs> I'm from Michigan and I'm not there anymore. So it's kind of like, mm, you guys voted for her. good luck. <laughs> that's Honestly, that's I, I hope the best for everybody yeah, in Michigan. Yeah. and that's It really terrible, does man. drive me wa- nuts to watch this. I know, I'm a terrible person. No, not you, Oh, and the them. Color. Okay. Well, I am a terrible person too, but... Governor Whitmer, she extends the lockdowns. And I know there's probably some questions about what's going on. I've, I've heard the legislature suing. I heard she extended. What What's happening here? So I want to cover this a little bit. What I want you to know about this whole thing is that In the the Emergency Powers Act of 1945, the governor is given authority, basically carte blanche, of writing rules and regulations and restrictions, and they're moving forward with it for something like 28 days. At the end of it, that expires. Now, here's where it gets messy. What she did was basically said, it's going to expire, but I'm immediately restarting it again and moving it forward. Right. and. When, when that happens, what she's basically saying is, I'm just going to keep extending it as long as I want. And when the legislature came back and said, no, 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 no. you can't do that. We need to talk about this. Let's figure out a plan. Let's, let's get some bipartisanship going here. Let's figure out a plan moving forward. We want to be in on this. She basically said, no, too bad. I'm doing what I want to do. So the legislature came back and said, okay, if you're going to pull that, we're suing now because we don't believe you really have that authority to do this. So the problem with these emergency protection acts is that they're so vague and they give so much power that it ends up with this type of mess and problem. And I want you to recognize that in your own state. Does your emergency powers act end up giving your governor complete control? Does it give them the right to write rules and regulations and laws for the length of the emergency protection act and they can't do anything. You Dude. can't do anything about it. Legislature can't do anything about it. And here's where it's a problem philosophically. Our Constitution was written to balance the power so that they, they weighed each other out and yeah. they kept each other in check. They were supposed They're, to be in opposition with each they other. They were supposed to. There is no balance of power in this whole thing. Whitmer just proved it. And that's what's driving me nuts about this is that Whitmer proved it doesn't matter what you say, legislator, legislature. Legislature. I'm going to do what I want to do, which is just sit down. You're not
0: a queen, dude. No. This is what I've been trying to say. When you go to these meetings, these local county meetings and things like that, it's like they're all just like they just kind of fuck. Look, I don't know them personally. I'm not attacking their character here. Here's what I am saying. You're not leading. No. That's for darn sure. You're not leading, right? So they sit there, and they'll listen to one person, and they'll say, this is what we're doing, and they're like, oh, oh okay, we're, we're going to do that. You know, they, they they don't question. They don't say, hey, maybe we should change that, challenge that. Maybe, you know, our constituents really know they're out there every day doing their business mm-hmm. and their job. These these parents have kids that haven't been outside of their house to go enjoy themselves. You know, we should probably start listening. No, 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 no. We're just going to listen to what we want to do. And here's their excuse. We You elected us to make sure that we could do this right. No, we elected you to listen to us and listen to the Constitution. Even the county constitutions, right? The same thing in Michigan. She is not a queen. They didn't give her a power to rule over a state. That is not her job. That's not her job. She governs. The word governing meaning it's limited. If she's a ruler, then she has power and authority over the state. But, folks, this should really make Michiganders think twice and really start thinking about future elections here. One. Second, start repealing these stupid laws. Yeah. We gotta start talking repealing now.
1: Ooh, that's good. Go on. Think about that. that. that.
0: Because if you can start repealing this stuff, it won't happen again. It can happen again. Who's gonna want the position if there's no authority? Who's gonna wanna do it? No. The man with integrity. Yeah. The woman with integrity, they're gonna wanna do it if there's no power in it. What 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 is it what is good to you to flex your your muscles like that? What does it do? It angers your constituency, number one, right? And some will be okay. They'll be like, no, we need to but most of the people—I was looking up this thing yesterday on pastors who died from COVID. One by one by one by one by one, 88, 86, 75, <laughs> 72, 81, right? Did they die of COVID, or were they old? No. Because we're not promised that much time, right? Promised 80 was straight, right? Right. And you think about how they're legislating, they're legislating for a small populace of people when the rest of us are like, man, we could take care of ourselves, leave us alone. Now Michigan's saying, dude, we need to change this now. Now. Now we need to see this thing change.
1: And one of the things with these protests, so I know you probably saw the whole protest, people being open carry, which it is legal in Michigan to open carry within the state capitol. I want you to know that. So when you see these news reports saying, "Oh, they were they were carrying illegally," blah blah, it's not true. They are allowed to have weapons on the on the premises, right? Uh, the other part of that is people are sick of the lockdowns. Totally, it's there. People aren't consenting anymore, and this is one idea that I, I've. I really believe in is that you're watching protests now in California. You're watching them in Virginia, in Michigan, in Wisconsin, Illinois. Even blue states are having people protest. And it's because people are they're, they're sick of this. They're ready to go back to work. They've realized that the fear is not better than having work and going, going out to work. And the other thing is, if you notice, especially in California, people are just ignoring now, the lockdowns, they're going to the beaches. They're not consenting anymore because they said, you know what? This is enough. We're done. <laughs> they're
0: just We're going. Done. now. They're just going. I mean, dude, seriously, what are they going to do? Arrest 40,000 people exactly. at once? Where are they going to put them? Let Chicago. Think about that.
1: Chicago, they're trying to crack down on parties because people are like, I'm done. I'm, I'm done. having a party. And see now up. you're getting like 200 people in a party because everybody's like, I've been
0: stuck inside for <laughs> six weeks. I'm and, going hard. Dude, it's going to happen for a couple of weeks and then I'll die down again. Yeah. yeah like it's going to. Okay. Normal. Here's a question from Beth Cox. It says this. What happens when commissioners stand with the people? I'm so sorry, Beth. I didn't see that, but face backlash from the governor and state health departments. Take, take the backlash. Yeah. That's, that's why you're stand a leader. Firm. No, that's why you're a leader. Yeah. See a leader always leads from the front and they'll get the praise and then they'll get the backlash too, right? They don't care for the praise if they're really integral, but they'll face the backlash for the good of the people. And this is that whole idea. And I, and you know, what I love is Kristen's bopping her head. Like, yeah, right. (laughs) That, that the whole idea is if you're not willing to stand up and maybe face a little persecution and trial, are you really in it for the cause? If you're, if you're not willing to get persecuted for righteousness sake, I don't think you know what you signed up for when you became a Christian. It's the same thing in politics. When you signed up to be a leader, you lead. And if those people are defying above you, then get ready to face that persecution, yeah. dude, it's going to happen. I was talking to a couple of hairdressers today. If you're not willing to get in trouble, then don't do anything. Cause guess what? You're going to probably catch a little flack for opening up early. Yeah. You will. Right. But what an opportunity to show that people can do this and win.
1: And with that, the the big thing about this is when you stand on principle and you have foundational principles that you guide yourself by it doesn't matter what comes against you because you're standing on those principles when we look at the founding fathers they knew they could get shot they could get hanged they could lose all their money lose their property lose their families and they went with it joyously because they understood the principles of what they were defending and when when you stand on those principles you know, especially we stand on the constitution why Come on. we we've even we've been accused of like worshiping the constitution oh
0: dude all the time oh,
1: and it's what we're doing is we're standing for the principles of the constitution what do you do, dude? because if you don't stand on principle you suddenly start standing on whims you stand on preferences and ideas that can change with the waves We stand on principle because we know the principle will stay consistent no matter what's going on. And if you follow that in your life with Christ, are you going to change your mind when society changes its mind? Or are you going to follow the principles of Christ no matter what? And you're going to follow that through. Imagine, what you what you got for me? <laughs>
0: this is comment. Well, one from Karen. I, I got to read this. Karen Abbott, I'm sorry. I'm trying to get to these comments quickly. Reopen Maryland here. Amen. Amen. We know friends up there that are constitutional teachers, and they're doing their best right now to stand firm against what Maryland is doing here. They want to reopen the state. Again, uh, some real constitutional scholars. Check out uh, Michael Perutka. Super dude. phenomenal. I had him on the show a few weeks ago on a Wednesday night. Check and that one out. Dude, he's reading from the, con- the state constitution. Word for word that the governor does not have arbitrary power and that they violate that all the time. So, yeah, we're standing with you, Karen. We're trying to get involved as much as we can. We're trying to educate as many people as we can. And Brian commented here, let's hear more about that 9-11 conspiracy theory. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I watched every documentary on that. Like from, from the, oh, my gosh, it exploded. Hey, that's what it is, too. It was rockets, not a plane. I mean, yeah, I heard the, it all, dude. It Pentagon was like crazy. And the and
1: the exercises weeks before. Yep,
0: dude. And like, man, they took out insurance policies and the whole mess, Yeah, man. the I stock all, market. Dude. They all oh, sold gosh, off their stocks yeah, hours yeah. before. And Man, anyways, hey, I'm sorry. It, it We're going on a true. tangent.
1: And some right. of it might be true, but this is more important. Right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but um, thank you for that, Brian. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, I want to move to the Illinois governor. Um, I think this is something that... We want to get philosophical about this a little bit, which hey that's my wheelhouse sorry you're going to have to come along with me, so do it if you don't want to come along with me at least share it before you close the window yeah, right? share
0: this video yeah. guys. we want this information to get out let's, there more subscribe to us on YouTube get it out there we we love that
1: let's let's take five seconds
0: and if you hate it five seconds hate it we're Every, good at least talk to us
1: everybody press share
0: yeah, click share, click tag people and Hit if you enter. hate
1: it, say look at these idiots. Bags.
0: Yeah. What a bunch of idiots talking about Gosh. government. So, we're giving you a chance to share this video yeah. because. People so the need mob to hear can it. come after us.
1: Um, right. <laughs> Illinois <laughs> governor. So, this, there was a state lockdown extension that actually got oh, halted Illinois. by a judge, right? And. There's a battle going on at yep. least between the branches of like, okay, is this is this constitutional? <clears throat> is it state constitutional? Yep. Is this not right? Is this right? And one of the things I wanted to point out, and I'm I'm not doing this just as a call out, but I want sure. us to talk about the the Come philosophical on. underpinnings of this. The governor's wife runs off to Florida to their mansion. They're they're billionaires. Oh, look hey, at that. Make money, do what you need to do. But she runs off to Florida right after the governor had been talking about how everybody needs to stay home. Everybody can't be traveling. You, you it is important. You're risking lives,
0: <laughs> bro. It's Illinois. So,
1: so exactly. <laughs> like
0: their last four governors have been in jail. Bro. jail no lie. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So we understand. Um, a journalist calls him out on this. Says, Good for well, him. What about your wife? Which, yes, I want to support that journalist.
0: Or for the journalist, it. For... Whoever it was. I don't know if it was a
1: guy or a girl. But this journalist calls him out. And I want to say thank you to that journalist because we need journalists that are actually asking these tough questions. The governor comes back and says, don't bring my family into this. This is this is not a family issue. We're talking about pol- political stuff here. And and really went off on the on the journalist about this, like resented the idea that this journalist would raise this problem. Do you understand what happened there? Yeah. It's the same thing as the Chicago mayor. These rules are for thee, not for me. <laughs> same yes. thing when Congress carved themselves out of Obamacare. Unbelievable. Right? We watched this stuff happen over and over and over again. Now, the reason I wanted to cover this is because If you don't hold your elected officials accountable for this stuff, they will take miles. You give them an inch, they're going to take miles, right? Marie Antoinette, they're starving. Let them eat cake. That's right. There comes a point where you are so insulated and you're so protected that you believe the rules are for
0: the peons and the peasants around you not for yourself but dude that happened with health care during obamacare they didn't take that mandate on right i mean there's just all the immunities that congress gets of course they can pass these laws they get immunity yep right that's how you know something's corrupt Mm -hmm. that's how you know something's wrong with the system right when they don't have to abide by the rules they put on you that is some dangerous it was thomas jefferson that said it right man he said where the people fear the government there's tyranny but when the government fears the people there's liberty Listen to that closely. The people can only be feared when they know what they need to do, and they do it. Bible even says it in James, be a doer of the word, not a hearer only. And I'm mm-hmm. talking scripture right now. It does me no good to just hear sermons and scriptures. It does me no good to just pray and do nothing, not do what God's called me to do. It's easy to do those things. It's easy to listen and learn, right? Philosophers learned and learned and learned. And some that weren't saved, what was the learning for? Yeah. Nothing, right? It was They we went to the ground with them right but it's the same thing in the natural if you're not if you're just hearing and not doing what's the point right if if you learn though and do something with it, that's why we're encouraging people now start running for local elections yeah dude uh, a young woman came up to me today you guys are gonna love this she said to me she said i know nothing of politics absolutely nothing she said i think it would be cool but i know nothing about politics and i'm like perfect place to start (laughs) because you're not tainted
1: yeah you don't know the game
0: you don't know the system you don't know any of that stuff you don't know corruption You read the document that you're supposed to govern by, and that's it. You follow that. And you know what's going to happen? You're going to face opposition because for years, we've been allowing people to rule from the bench. Mm. They've been ruling from the bench, not governing from the bench. Massive difference. That's why these rules from 1940, 1970, the 1970s Emergencies Act bill that the federal government gave, carte blanche power, are you kidding? Like, did anybody check that? Your legislators... You're supposed to be a check and balance on each other. You gave all authority to one person? and and I mean, just think about that. Just seriously yeah. think about that.
1: And the only restriction you gave was, well, 28 days, and then it ends. Unless they just announce a new one, because there were no standards set for a new one being announced. You gave it all away. You gave it away. Why do you give away your power? Why do you give away your authority? And we do that day after day, and why do we do that? We do it because we're looking for comfort, we're looking for security, we're looking for safety. Do you see what's going on here? 100%. You're scared.
0: 100%. So
1: you give away your freedoms in order to be able to feel protected. We have drones flying over people's heads, telling them to social distance and go home. If that doesn't creep you out beyond all belief, then you really have not been paying attention to any entertainment for the past, (laughs) what, 60 years? (laughs)
0: Like, 1984 yeah, has become
1: a total meme for yeah, a Yeah, like, my <laughs> wife is watching this
0: series called 24. Keeper Sutherland's in it. Straight up about, like, corruption. Uh-huh. And I'm like, yo, this stuff's, like, legit, though. Yeah, you know, like, happening now. This ain't just, like, a movie. Like, this is legit. Like, I can totally see this happening right now. You know, cover-ups and all that stuff, you know? And it's like, again, I'm not a skeptic because I just want to be a skeptic against government. Folks, we're dealing with humans. Humans can err. Did you know? Did you know that we hmm. can mess up? Talking to my neighbor, he said he he got saved. He was in he was in the um, they were the, the the gang was called the Lion Kings. It was like legit from you know whatever. Probably shouldn't have said the gang name, but he was he, he's he, he was talking about being in it and he got out of it, uh, and and all these other things. And he was talking about man, I'm just trying to find. I've been seeking God for eight years. You know he's like I really want to learn how to preach and you know I I I don't know how to and mm. he kept saying this he goes you know I'm not perfect but God has got me on the path to righteousness. Amen. But dude that statement just kept ringing with me. I'm not perfect and it's like bro we get that. Like I get yeah. that. You know God can use anybody. It's the same thing here. I don't trust government not because of government's sake. God creates and ordains law. But man is in power. Yeah. And man can screw it up. Man can screw it up, dude. Look what's happening. We can screw things up. Yeah. I, if I'm going to take on that position, I'd want you to be just as skeptical of me, too. That's called accountability. Folks, if we learned church accountability, we would not have a problem being, holding those officials accountable. If we knew church accountability, why did John the Baptist have them sit around and confessing sins to one another? For accountability. It wasn't to shame them. It was to hold them accountable. It's the same thing with public officials. If we learn it first in the church, the natural will follow. Mm-hmm. If we do it first in the church and we acknowledge God as sovereign and he's the one that's on the throne, it can't but bleed into the natural. Yep. It has to because that's what bows down to God. This This whole principality stuff has to bow down to the name of the living mm-hmm. God. Dude, if you don't believe that then start reading the word again. Start praying again, because he'll show you that faith. I'm not saying this because it's a good idea. Do you know how scary it is to make these statements? God's going to hold me accountable to those statements. They're not fun to make. I just believe him. And for what he's done in my life, he can do way more than what he's done in my life up to now. Mm -hmm. Right? And so when we see the past people of of history, and I read their old reformers, and I see what God's done through men and women in history, what couldn't he do through me their, their their floor is my ceiling yeah their floor is my ceiling man greater works i'll do because he, he called me to do those greater works it wasn't a good idea to just say those scriptures i must believe in them either he's god or he's not and guys i didn't sign up to be a christian to sit down i'm sorry some of you may find that offensive and wrong that's okay that's your conscience and you don't have to follow my conscience but i'll tell you this I'm not going to sit down when I see the God of heaven being violated daily. I'm not going to sit down anymore when an abortion clinic is considered essential and not a church. I'm not going to sit down anymore when my kids are being told you need to get vaccines. Because guess what? It doesn't matter about your religious exemptions anymore. And we're going to force your kids to do it. It, I'm not going to sit down anymore when a government tells me that you need to shut down your church because we are telling you to. Sorry, dude. You're just a man. You're just a man. It's time to quit stepping around these issues and start walking in faith and believing the God that we preach. Yeah. Dude, if he can cast out devils, then I'm telling you, he can stop a system. Yeah. This isn't hype to me. This is real to me because I've seen it with my eyes. I've seen God transform things from nothing to something. I've seen him do things in my life, awesome things. I've seen teachers submit to God in a public school, dude places where they say we can't go when you just lift up the name of jesus they submit they bow dude people that have cursed us for years they now are our friends because god can turn the situation listen if he can do it to past people he can do it today he's just looking for you to stand up and do it that's it whatever it may be be encouraged men and women of god be encouraged you can do this Right? Because that Bible is 66 books worth of people that did it. And they stood. Not perfect. They they, they sought the one who was perfect. Yeah. And is.
1: The beautiful thing of this is that there are people there who, they're not perfect, but they're good hearted. And they have good intentions on what they're doing. And And I don't mean good intentions in the sense of, well, good ends, so therefore the, the ends justify the means. I'm talking about good intentions with principle. And there are good people out there who want to do the right thing and follow the Lord and do what the Lord's calling them to do. So don't lose hope. That there's nobody out there. There are people who are fighting. There are people who are standing up, right? We honor the memory of the founding fathers. Why? Because they were good men who stood for principle. Did they have faults? Did they have sins? Absolutely. But they were still good men who were fighting for a principle. Just like Martin Luther King Jr. Whatever was going on in his personal life, he was fighting for a good principle. And you can fight for a good principle too. And if you don't want to support the people who exactly, are. dude, right? If when, you can't
0: get behind the ones that can, dude, absolutely.
1: And and when you are, when you're facing an enemy, you will have men who are raring to go, and steady with courage, and going to be the fastest ones running across that field, dude. Seriously, you'll have other seriously. men that aren't feeling that. But they see those men running forward, and they go, well, I'm not being left behind. I'm going.
0: You know, there's a story, dude. Uh, If you guys ever watch the Band of Brothers, be careful. There's some cussing in it. But that whole docuseries is amazing, right? Yeah. And there's this part where they fight in Bastogne. And they have this lieutenant guy who's supposed to lead them into battle, and they know he's not a good leader because he came in from West Point and he'd never led before. And so they're going to take Bastogne. They have to take this town. Listen close, dude. This is amazing. The enemy is right there, and the enemy is expecting them. Listen to that. The enemy's expecting him. This is all spiritual, right? The the, the, uh, major winners is telling him, dude, this is what I need you to do. Don't let up. Get it done. I need you to run straight through and attack, right? Guess what happens? The guy catches fear, and he gets stuck. And he tells everybody to stop. And people are dying. This is a legit war, man. People are dying because of fear. He told them to stop. And the enemy kept firing bullets. And their, their men were dying. One by one by one were getting picked off by snipers and everything. So then they call Lieutenant Spears. Oh, buddy. Spears was the wild one. Spears was like jumping out of foxholes to shoot people. I mean, he's that crazy, right? So the major calls over. He goes, "Winner, uh, Ma- uh, what did he call him? Spears, get over here. So he sends him in. And he goes, go relieve Dyke and take that attack on in. He goes right up to the lieutenant. And he said, I'm taking over. The lieutenant couldn't even talk to me. He was so afraid. Spears said, what's going on? He did exactly what he was told to do. Take out everything you need to do and take that city. Mm-hmm. They go into the city. The enemy's still firing on them. They, they finally reach the gates of the city. They go into the city. And then the lieutenant tells uh, Lieutenant Spears, uh, the, the, the sergeant, he was there. He said, if we don't connect with E company or uh, D company who's behind us, we're going to lose them. They're going to pull, pull away. He ran straight through the city by himself, connected and ran back. This is a true story. Mm-hmm and connected, and they took the city. All the while knowing the enemy was gonna attack them while they were firing on them, while they stopped in fear, and it took one man to put courage in them. What could you do in your church, guys? Your business, your city, your city council? What could you do?
1: And I I actually, I'm really glad you brought up Band of Brothers because I wanna bring up winners. Uh, I was reading an article about this guy, and the reason this guy was, was such a stalwart Great leader was because he was super focused on the details of life, right? He, he held up releasing band of brothers because there was swearing from his character and he was refusing for his character to be swearing that's how much he stood on principle. And this guy stood on principle every day of his life of doing what needs to be done and following through on the discipline of the routine, right? He did the details correctly so that when he was in the middle of war, he focused on his details and continued moving forward. And if you're scared in this situation, let's say let's say by the virus. You're scared, you're not sure what to do, everything's changing around. You you need to look at the details and the routine and the discipline of your life around you. Are you focusing on the discipline and the routine of your faith and your relationship with God? Are you focusing on the discipline and routine of taking care of your work, of your family, of your house, or have you have you let it all go to pot? Right. There is a huge importance in following through and staying courageous and staying true to yourself. When you stay true to yourself, you build courage to move out on That's right, principle. Dude that's so important that's right um, so that being said guys
0: there's a lot to be said no I'm serious like listen I he, can I, can I just I'm just gonna vent not, not vent but because uh, I've been venting but I hate current politics yeah. you know that I've said that since the beginning of the podcast I hate covering current politics do you know why because we, I feel like we're talking in circles a lot I'm not saying we shouldn't have done this okay? But here's why my frustration grows and why sometimes I get really passionate about this is because we're talking about people who will not submit to law. And you and I are starting to understand law and they don't know. So either they conform to that law or we start to take those positions, godly positions, Mm -hmm. and we start to take over and say, you know what, dude? No, we're going to listen and get man free again. Pastor Jan was preaching this morning, dude, about liberty and freedom. First thing she opens with is give me liberty or give me from the pulpit, dude. Listen to that. From the pulpit, we're quoting Patrick Henry uh, quotes. Come on, man. That's what I'm talking about, dude. It's not that we're using the pulpit for political gain. Is liberty of man political? It's God-given. And this is just one facet of our ministry, okay? Self-evident talks about politics and government. But the gospel sets men free. What is the point in being free spiritually if we're not free naturally? What good does it do? What does it do, right? I don't like current politics because we're starting the talking points way down here when the whole time God's bringing us up here in conversation. And now is the time, folks, to start really evaluating your life. Frustrated at business? Ever think about considering running for public office? Frustrated at, at, uh, at, at your current workplace? You ever think about running? You get frustrated what's going on out there? You know how I know it's your calling? You get frustrated and you're, you're up in arms on what to do about it. That's mm-hmm. how I know it's a calling on you. I can't stop talking about it, dude, no. right? But my calling is not just that. My calling is to lead people. That's why we're at church. That's why we have the ministry. And, and I hope that you can help you know, do all that with us one day. And that politics is just a piece of that, right? All of that is godly and can be godly all of it, right? So when we're talking about these things, it's not just because we like talking about them. It's because there's answers to be given to the world. Now we'll continue to teach you out of this though, has to come some hope. You know where the hope is? You're looking at the camera. You, you is the hope. You're the hope. You're the one enacting the faith here on earth. You're the one praying for the kingdom on earth to be done. uh, uh, I'm sorry, the kingdom of heaven to be on earth as it is in heaven. That's what you're the, you're the one asking for that. You're the one crying out to God, asking him what to do next. Lord, what do we do about this? Well, then I bet you any money he's going to put you to action. Why would you, why would you cr- complain and cry out to him if he's not going to put you to be the one that fixes it? People think that this was bad. I think this was the best thing that could have happened to the church. the best thing that could happen the enemy kept shooting at us while some of us stopped not bad some of us stopped but the enemy kept shooting you know what all it did it revealed the enemy Mm -hmm. that's all and we have a we have a father who's greater than the enemy i have a christ who defeated death and the enemy i have a holy spirit to help me lead me into the truth against the enemy that the gates of hell shall not prevail against me because I'm a servant of God. Those words, folks, ring true. So this ministry has nothing to do with politics. It has everything to do with how God establishes rule, law, and government. That's apostolic.
1: I mean, how do you follow Duh. that up? How did I'm my sorry. Job, like, right? I had I to say that, dude,
0: because sometimes <laughs> yeah. you and I have these conversations outside. We'll sit down after the podcast, and I'm like, Lord, what? Lord, what? I get passionate. I get to do this and be passionate and go out and speak to people. That's fun, right? And then I get to go to church and love people and bring them into the fold, bring them into the truth. We just got interviewed by by Revive Talk, the the new TV show we're doing from from Revive Church, right? And we just got interviewed about God-given rights and all these things. Folks, the church has the greatest audience in America. The church has the greatest audience in America. Listen to me. It was D. James Kennedy from Coral Ridge Ministries that was the one that said, all the abortions that have been happening and 300,000 pulpits remain silent. Mm-hmm. That man of God stood, man. We have the greatest audience in the history of, of, of mankind right now is the church. Yeah. We have more business owners in our churches than any other place. We could do this. We just need to do. Yeah. That's all.
1: Yeah. And we want to give you hope. And I hope you're hearing the hope in all of this is because... I think sometimes people think, we don't love, we're just I don't we're, think I, we're, we're I not shooting, right? there's this idea that there, there's not love, but I want to ask you, is there love in wanting freedom and liberty for everybody, no matter whether they agree with you or don't? The point we're trying to make is God adores the idea of freedom and free will. If he didn't appreciate free will, he would not have given it to us. He would have said, no, I'm going to force you to love me. But instead, he gave free will. He gave choice. Why? Because he adores the freedom to make a decision. And what concerns us about all of this is you're losing your freedom to make a decision. You're now being told more and more what to do, when to do, how to do it. And I want freedom for everybody because I don't want to go down that path of authoritarianism. I don't want to go down that path of oppression. Can people get saved and lead a very godly Christ-like life in oppression? Absolutely. Can the gospel spread? Absolutely. But let me ask you, how many formerly Christian countries in the Middle East are now completely Muslim? How many people get to worship freely in a place like North Korea? So you've got to understand the reason we're fighting for liberty is yeah. because we want you to be able to be free and enjoy abundance of life. Man, God's promise to Israel was peace and blessing and in abundance. The land. In the land. land. of milk and honey <laughs> yeah, in your dude. land. Come on, man. If God's going to promise that as a gift— I want you to have that gift. Yes. I don't want you to have to earn your faith through torture and oppression and murder, right? I don't want you to spend 20 years in a camp. And if you tell me camps can never happen in America, now I'm yeah. not going crazy no, conspiracy theories, but what let me tell you 50 years ago, what years happened? Ago? What happened during World War II? Straight up, dude. Interment of Japanese Americans. 200,000, right? Is that what the number was? 200,000 American citizens were interned in camps.
0: You we, don't think it can't happen. You know, again? so dumb as we can't talk about that for fear of being called a conspiracy. Dude, it happened seventy years ago. What? what why, why can't I talk about it? it's history, man? Yeah, and I don't it happened want in it to America. Itself. <laughs> Dude, it, yeah, it happened on our shores. Yeah, if it happened, then it can happen again. And, and it's and it's real. And, and and what again? You can say what you want about what we're talking about. It's right. okay. But you know what? We'll continue to stand. And I pray to God. I pray to God those that do and continue to stand, see the fruit of their walk. Yeah, Just see the fruit of their walk, that God could give them that peace, that they did everything they could before God, yep. that they know that they followed their conscience rightly. Absolutely. Go ahead.
1: So with that, guys, I want to thank you so much for tuning in. I want to thank you for your support, you know, your comments, your likes, your loves, your shares, even your thumbs down. We love it. We there, love it. We, we love connection. Um, so go with this, that you can still stand up, You can still support those who are standing up. You can still do your part. And if you're not sure what to do, start praying of like, okay, Lord, I know there's a problem. What do you want me to do? And he may tell you to just wait and soak. You can do that. Be patient, right? Um, So that being said, I want to thank you, Massey. Kristen, thank you
0: Kristen's rocking it did she yeah. do good comment did, below yeah, did she do yeah. good because her first time she love. like rocked it you didn't even mess up once i messed up all the time doing that stupid switcher oh, <laughs> i love the technology pain, man. but i can't do it while i'm talking yep. man i get yeah, screwed up me too she's so, so good
1: so with that being said she
0: deserves a raise who do i talk to oh,
1: oh. <laughs> <laughs> with that being said guys we love you have a great night love you guys